Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Live from NYC, human suplex machine, the one and only king. They stream it and they scream, it's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking, everybody just wants more with the action. Hip-hop Jones got the music blasting, better watch out, it's all he's asking. Over like Rover, he keeps it real, he's no joker. Original, he's no poser, no competition, he's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer, cause it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. All right, here we go. Thursday, Thursday edition of the Taz Show. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for checking us out live at TazShow.com. Maybe you're listening or watching it. Thank you. Much appreciated. Or maybe you are um, listening live on the Radio.com app. Thank you for that. Or maybe you're checking out the Audio On Demand, the podcast version of the show at Play.it. Spotify, TuneIn, or iTunes. Thank you for all of your support. It's much appreciated. Maybe you're checking out the, excuse me, the video on demand. The VOD, as us insiders call it. VOD, that's inside terms. You can be doing that at uh, one spot, and that is TazShow.com. I also think the Play.it, iTunes, uh, play.it, what the frig is it called? YouTube account, but I don't think much people, many people give a about that, but I digress. And we're off to a raring start. Welcome to the Taz Show. Yes, uh, we're going to talk a little bit of NXT here. We'll talk a little bit. I caught, I, I caught most of it. I did not catch the main event, which I heard was awesome. But I did catch a good portion of NXT. I also watched a full throttle of uh, Big Brother. Two-hour special debut last night. I was so excited. I watched it. I'm like a little bitch watching that show. But I love the Big Brother. Yes. So uh, we will um, talk a little bit of that later on. Uh, also, uh, if you want to call and give your off the hooks, you can do that. The topic is female wrestlers. Uh, book, book your three match mini supercard. We'll do that. Got to do some house cleaning here in a second. Then, then. Uh, Maybe we'll handle some sporting news in a little while. Get to the phone. Be on Facebook Live later on. A typical two-hour tour of complete entertainment, insight, tomfoolery, shenanigans, and a lot of bull****. That is the Taz Show in a nutshell. You damn right, son. So I guess we should uh, get rolling. Before I do that, let me introduce the biz dev guy of the show. Some call him the star of the show. Some say he's a co-host. I say he's not. I say he sucks. And uh, some say he's a biz dev guy, which, oh, God, he really is. He just does all sorts of business for the show. They call him the Lumber Biscuit, the Lumberjack, Dirt Sheet Dennis, Dennis Jones. Uh, yeah, uh, the Lumberjack. Timber! I guess you can say good moment because it seems like that one in the poll. I'm going to go with, what's up, Tez? <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> yeah. What's up? <laughs> I, can't, I can't do that now, actually. It's too early. Um, so, Good Moment did win. We had a poll up on the show Twitter account uh, because I'm sick of hearing Good Moment, but now apparently you're still allowed to say Good Moment. Which is very annoying. I lost in the poll. So, uh, if you want to call and say Good Moment, ah, you can. So, many of you will try and be cool and not do that, <clears throat> which I respect. Also, later on, I forgot to mention... Uh, we will have a uh, uh, a production quality done professionally correctly, a full throttle of the Grand Salami Slunkator dates, 
okay as opposed to dennis just reading them like a jobber yesterday which just really made me so upset we had about five meetings after the show and it was six the, the bosses were pissed it was a whole big problem unprofessional it sucked oh my god what kind of a show is this god get your pen you know all this stuff right so thanks to our our man my man lean mean yes who's a stud uh he's working on a video as we speak and we will run it live later on here in the Taz show. A little promotion for the Grand Salami Slunker Tour. What the hell? You guys know it as the TGSST. By the way, if you want to call the show, you can. Attention hotline fans. Full throttle right here. Very simple process. 866-475-2948. That's an 866-4752. Then a 948. Oh, yeah. Cadence F up. Good luck calling that number. 866-475-2948. I've said this many times. <clears throat> Nobody gives numbers out like that. Everybody's used to the three, the three, the three. <coughs> Stop. That's only nine numbers. Well, you don't say one eight six six. No, you four, said three, three, three. You say eight six six four seven five two nine four. Yeah, you're right. There's four numbers at the end. Okay. Sometimes. That was a good test. You tested. I tested you. <laughs> Passed. Congrats. All right, so we'll get to the phones here in a second. We've got to do some house cleaning in a uh, three, two, one. It's time for Taz to do some house cleaning, tidying up all the schmutz and other <laughs> bullshit on the Taz Show. All righty then. As most of you know, right now, as we speak, Dennis Jones will test this. I believe the shirt is live right now. Yes, that's right. The sound effects store can be purchased right now. It just dropped a few minutes ago, apparently. At Pro Wrestling Tees, the brand new, there it is, you're looking at the graphic, Kayfabe Audio. You can wear it, but you can't say it. You're damn right. Yes. That's right. Get me some royalty. Get me some money, bitches. Buy the shirt. You're damn right. So go there. Go to Pro Wrestling Tees. Put in the search engine, T-A-Z. And uh, look at this store there. We're, we're revamping it because a lot of the stuff is shifting over from clotheslined to Pro Wrestling Tees. This is not available on Clothesline. Some of the other shirts are, but eventually they're all going to live on my store at Pro Wrestling Tees for the Taz show on the Taz. So go get this. It's available right now. Army Green Jones. That's an Army Green or some say Moss Green. Uh, I say Army Green because it sounds tougher. So it's an Army Green uh, with orange ink and white ink. Kayfabe Audio, sound effects store. And underneath that in white letters it says, One Floor Beneath, hashtag the Taz show. Right in the middle of New York City. Throwback Jones. It's cool looking. Got the satellite on it. Sound effects store. They're over like we're over. They're beneath us. There's no sound effects in the store. We play no sound effects here. It's all done beneath us. And then the audio seeps up through the air conditioning vents. Will you stop? So that's what happens here on the Taz Show. So there you go. That's your house cleaning on that shirt. Is it available? I don't see it right now. Oh, that's great. So it should be. <laughs> that went well. Whole promotion. It's available. Go get it now. I don't see it, uh, Taz. Um, maybe hit refresh. Uh, oh, the tides have turned. <laughs> Take the Facebook. Well, it should be available. Testing one, two. Guess not. Test one, two. Uh, we'll, refresh well, didn't work. <laughs> refresh didn't work. Okay. Well, the good news, Dennis, is if people are listening to the podcast version of the show or the VOD, it's it'll available then. Yeah, it'll be it. It's dropping today. How about that? It just, <laughs> the shirt drops today. Thought it was supposed to drop right now, but I guess it All right. Well, they're in Chicago. So. Maybe, maybe it was 7 a.m. 
their time? Well, they are one hour behind us. They're Central Time. Lord knows, Dennis knows what time it's in Chicago. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Deep dish time. Oh, Ooh, yeah. yeah. Sexy Jones. We'll get into that in a little while. <clears throat> I think someone's on the phone that might want to talk to you, but I digress. All righty, then. All right, also in the house cleaning. Special, uh, special guest tomorrow on Friday's edition of this show. And it's uh, Corny, they call him, Jim Cornette. Yes, the legendary Jim Cornette. Yes. The, uh, yes. Okay, what the hell's going on here? Well, check one, two. There you go. The legendary Jim Cornette will be on the uh, Taz Show uh, via the phone. Looking forward to talking to Cornette about Smoky Mountain Res- Re- Wrestling uh, back in the day when he owned and ran that promotion and some other stuff. And uh, get his thoughts and opinions of going back to WWE land when he did the induction of the great rock and roll Express into the Hall of Fame, and Jim, uh, in, in, you know, inducted them, and as everybody knows, so I just want to talk to Jim and, and promote his podcast, the, the Jim Cornette Experience. So uh, you know, that's how it is. Everybody knows I play nice with others. Everybody knows that. Will you stop? But uh, I do like Jim. Jim, like me, uh, doesn't play nice with others, but we can play nice together for now. And then in a week, we'll bury each other. No, I'm kidding. That one. I, I, I never had a problem with Jim. Always like Jim. So Jim will be on the show tomorrow. Jim Cornette. Looking forward to that. Also in house cleaning, there will be uh, there's some negative news. Uh, no shows a Monday and Tuesday. That's correct. No shows Monday and Tuesday. Not today. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, uh, it's a holiday. It's July 4th on Monday and Tuesday. Okay, the holiday just kind of blends together. So the there would be no show. So, yeah, short week, Jones, which is a natural segue, uh, meaning next week's short week. Only three days the past show will be on the air, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So that means off the hooks will also uh, not happen next week because I don't want to have an off the hook topic with just a, such a short week. What are you nuts? I'm sorry. That's just how I feel. And Dennis, you disagree with this? It seems that you're eating yogurt, sir. Delicious. Thank you, by the way. You're welcome. I, I give. That's how you are. You're a giver. Uh, no, I agree with that. Short week, we're going to be back on Wednesday. You don't want to rush that. Well, especially with that topic is legit. Yeah. I mean, we're doing uh, throwback unis or throwback jerseys, sports teams. I mean, come on. I, I can go. I, that's volume one we're doing, right? Yes, sir. Even crickets. Now I'm starting to think maybe it's good to do two volumes. And maybe, not two volumes, to bring it out next week. Now, right? We want to do two full weeks of that. You could do it. I, I want to do, like, my volume one and my volume... Yeah, let, let's just... Original game plan, Jones. That's what we discussed in the pre-show meeting. So let's just do no off-the-hooks next week. The following week. Following. Following week we'll do. Ha! <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> following week we'll do. Okay, that's the end of off-the-hooks. So... <laughs> the music comes back. Dude, what are you doing? I wanted to make sure you didn't die. Oh, God, I'm coughing up the dickens over here. I don't know. I mean, I'm coughing a lot, I should say. I'm coughing like crazy. Ah, we have a caller on line two. Uh, uh, hi, this is uh, Dennis Jones, the audio producer of the Taz Show's secretary. My name is Taz. Would you like to speak to Dennis? Sarah in Chicago. <laughs> oh, buddy. Hello, Taz. Hello, Dennis. And I want to say hi to Anthony as well. I feel like not enough people say hi to him. Well, there's, oh, a, re- Sarah. there's a reason why a lot of people don't say hi to him. Um, but, yes, yeah, so uh, look at that. I like how she put Anthony in front of you. 
You know, there's a word for that. Something C block, Dennis. No, she saying. didn't. She said, okay. hello, Tess. Hello, Dennis. No, oh, she's and I trying to, say hello to, to incorporate. Anthony. She doesn't like you. So she's trying to incorporate Anthony in the middle of this. That's what's happening. Trust me. That actually kind of hurts. Yeah. That was your game plan. Women are slick, Dennis. You need to learn this. <laughs> All right. So listen, let's, we know why you're calling, Sarah. You, you're looking to talk to Dennis, right? Well, actually, I wanted to give my off the hook. All righty. Then go ahead. Um, my first match is of Ivelisse versus Lita. Oh, okay, yes. Two, two tremendous uh, wrestlers for sure. Um, my second match is two women who are very different, but I'd like to see how their styles would work together. It's Sexy Star versus Asuka. Okay, that would be great for sure. And my main event is AJ Lee versus Alexa Bliss. AJ Lee versus Alexa Bliss. Okay, great. That's awesome. I appreciate you doing that. Um, so let's let's be honest here, okay? It's, uh, you know, we don't usually give real times here, even though we're live live right now. It is a little bit after 6 a.m. your time, correct? Yeah. Yes. So it sounds like you're calling, you're getting up that early, rise and shine, Jonesette, to speak to Dennis Jones, because you like him, let's be honest. <laughs> It's tender time with Just saying. Taz. What is her problem? Constant nagging. Thanks to Taz, we're in love. It seems like a love connection is made here, Sarah. Do you disagree? Well, I'd also like to point out that you also tried to set me up with the captain last year. What the? Wait, wait oh, a minute. Is that true? Hold on. K-Fabe. Yes. K-Fabe. Buy a hat. Wait a minute. What? <laughs> wait a minute. Wow, did I really? Oh, Taz, yeah. that hurts, man. Jeez, I, I, it's, well, I, well, I, now I feel like a goof. I mean, I, I didn't know that. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Dennis, I apologize, pal. I, I, I don't, I didn't remember this. I, now, Sarah, was it just the captain? Yeah. <laughs> no, Robbie didn't have enough time for Taz. Taz could try to set me up with him too. Yeah, you're not into men who swing on poles, but I digress. Um, <laughs> we've, we saw that video. Um, okay, so I tried to set you up the captain. That didn't work. Dennis is different. Dennis is different than captain. He seems like a little bit more frisky with the ladies. So I'm just saying, you know, and he's on a rebound too. You know, Dennis is, you know, that, that other chick dumped him. So you know what I mean. So you might have a good shot here. You know what I mean, sir? Play your cards right. <laughs> Right. Right, right, right. Okay, great. You sound very interested. <laughs> uh, so you realized, uh, Sarah, that the Grand Salami Slunkator is going straight through Chicago. He's hitting every, he's staying over. I mean, did you hear the dates? Yes, I did. Mm. So you, he's basically building up a way that you can't escape him <laughs> and, and Dr. K. That's the plan. Well, I mean, pretty big city. I'm pretty sure I could find a way to avoid him if I wanted to. Oh, I'm sure you can. Well, that's hurtful. That'd be hilarious if you did. If I wanted to. Oh, Oh, love. Yep, there it (laughs) is. Sarah, you're melting my heart. You're damn right. I'm telling you. Oh yeah, buddy. There it goes. Dennis is like, oh, I'm awake now. Rise and shine. My face is as red as my beard. That's great. Uh, so what is the next step for you uh, in this relationship, Sarah, with uh, Dennis? Mm. Oh, you sound prepared. You're, you're going to get along great with him. What was All that right. noise? That was her thinking. <laughs> Are you going to, let's be honest, let's, let's just, you know, 
are you gonna are you gonna try to connect with Dennis? I mean, the guy really likes you. I'm just like he saw you on Twitter. Yeah, he, he's on top of you here. No pun intended, but just so I'm just letting you know, like he likes you. Well, the other day I realized that setting myself up for a long distance relationship may not be the wisest call. Listen to me, Sarah, very carefully. Uh, I know this guy, Dennis Jones, this producer here, this biz dev guy. Your best bet, young lady, is to have a long distance relationship with him. You don't want to be around him a lot. Okay. You don't want to be around him a lot. I'm telling you that right now. You don't. It's good to have distance. Do that whole... I think we should see other people once he leaves Chicago. That's the key with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All right. Because he's not, I mean, look at him. He's just, he, he's a slunker. So he's just, you know, uh, he, you don't want to be around him. You want you don't want to bring this guy around your family. He's oh, like. no, no. He needs us out of house and home. <laughs> All right. That I don't disagree with. Imagine this guy meeting your family and then he eats over. He's eating dinner. You've seen him eat on the air. He's he's a he's a you know he's a glutton. So what does your mom cook? Sarah? Then he goes in the bathroom, takes a raging dump. Brutal. Okay, Sarah, he asked what your mom uh, cooks. Uh, well, I'm Mexican and African American, so mix of both. I think I think that uh, Dennis liked piqued that, my interest. Dennis liked that you're bilingual. I mean, Spanish was my first language, but I'm not totally fluent you're in still it. Bi- you're still bilingual. You're speaking English right now. You speak the Spanish. That's bilingual. Thank you. That's what we call bilingual, Sarah. Pay attention. I understand the school system in Chicago is not really on top, but I'm letting you know that's too bilingual. This is the second time you called me dumb for being from Chicago, Taz. I did not call you dumb. I imply well, towards people. So Sarah, I think, I think you're beautiful inside and out. <laughs> Brains, beauty. And, and you, I assume you're a great cook if your mother is, and I would no, love to I'm eat some Mexican. Cook. Oh, well, then we can go to your mother's house. That's fine. <laughs> Monday, July 17th, free night in hey, Chicago. You got game, dude. I'll tell you, you are slick, Dennis. You really, I like how you just, you know, set up that date. All right, so you guys are going to connect. It's, uh, you're all set. Have you guys been DMing each other? Still waiting. Okay. I hear that sounds like, um, sounds like Sarah's very intrigued. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah. Um, uh, Sarah, are you still there? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, uh, the DM thing. Uh, you guys are not DMing each other just yet? No. Okay, because I have a show to do. You guys can play footsie later. <laughs> okay? So, but it does sound like, listen, you wouldn't be calling the show this early if, just to give you off the hooks, you obviously woke up to speak to Dennis. And Dennis, he's a stud. Just go with the long-distance relationship, Sarah. Trust me. Absence well, makes the heart grow fonder. Because you're the star. Who's the star? Who's the star? Oh, I'm not a star, please. I'm not a star. Oh, you're the former Pop. world champion around here. No, no, no. Will you stop? Stop, please. I'm humble, Jones. Stop it. Um, <clears throat> so, look, you guys connect over there in uh, in Chicago and, and keep me posted up here on the, on the show. We still have how many weeks until the Slunker Tour starts? It's like two and a half. Uh, actually, two weeks. Okay. okay, I gotta do math. I can't wait for this thing to be over. So he's struggling to do tomorrow. math. Sarah's from Chicago. She's struggling to do math. That's well documented. So, and your pizza still sucks in Chicago, Sarah. I'm just let you know that. Okay. Really? I don't agree yeah. with that. <laughs> I would disagree to disagree. Okay, that's awesome. Uh, so, are you excited that the tour is coming to Chicago? Before I wrap this up. Yeah, of course. 
No one cares. Okay, awesome, Sarah. See, that, see, Dennis, that's not right. You just did that right there. That was unprofessional. That's and, me negging her. Yeah. <laughs> I tell, look, I got to go. Enough. All right? Okay. See you soon. Yeah, sorry for holding up your show. That's right. Make sure you do your hair when he comes to Chicago. Look nice and You're, fancy. You'll look fine no matter what you wear. Don't worry. We'll, we'll make sure Dennis wears a lucha mask or something. He talks to Nick and Salem, and you know, he'll be good to go. All right? God forbid. You'll be like, oh, my God, what's going on here? All right, anyway, enough of that. All right, Sarah, thank you for calling. All right, thank you. Best of luck. Thank You're going to you. need it. Okay. Oh, boy. Dude, you are. I think that went well. You got game, bro. I have to fill in for you because you, like, the speaking part, because you're like this. Not just because it's a girl, because it's a human. So, like, sometimes, yeah. like, you, you can't communicate, you know? You're like a Neanderthal. Neanderthal. How do you say that word? Neanderthal. That, too. You're like that. And off air, you're great. Oh, you're, you're, you're sociable Jones. But on air, you're sometimes a little bit of a nincompoop. Buddy, you stupid. I'm just telling you. That's a great word. Not enough nincompoops anymore. Definitely not enough. Definitely not enough. Victor in Chicago. <laughs> Speaking of Chicago, back-to-back Jones here. Uh, you're on the Taz Show. What's up, boss? Well, that was a great conversation between uh, Sarah and Dennis. It went I pretty went smooth, right? What do you think? <laughs> Nailed it. Um, let's, let's follow that up. What's up, Taz and uh, Barnacle Boys? Yeah, hey, what's up, my friend? How you doing, Vic? Uh, good, good. First time, long time. Oh, wow. Interesting. <laughs> Comfy Jones. I like it. Okay, good. Let's talk to me. What's going on? What's on your mind, kid? I'd love to give my uh, off the hooks and a comment about Raw if I can. Yes, go for it. Uh, first match, I got Taya versus Ember Moon. Taya, for those that don't know, Lucha Underground, this girl is a tremendous competitor, a tremendous athlete. I want to try and get her on a show one day. She's really good. I'm a big fan of hers. What else you got? I got Asuka versus Beth Phoenix. Okay, got it. I got Paige, main event, Paige versus Gail Kim. Ooh, that'd be good. That'd be good. That'd be real good. I don't think we've heard that yet at all. That's a good one. All right, what's your raw comment? All right, so uh, I believe I would say the last time Raw probably had, like, the best pop was when they had, like, Undertaker, Goldberg, and Roman Reigns in the same ring. So I was thinking, because I was, you know, been a fan of wrestling for a long time. Remember how uh, Nitro used to have that cliffhanger at the end of the at the end of the show where kind of the lights went on and you had Tony Schiavone just kind of screaming from the top of his lungs? I think Raw should kind of do that kind of, like, you know, cliffhanger feel where it doesn't just end so... Yeah. Kind of dry. And um, kind of leaving. You know what? This is kind of, this kind of wasn't didn't go too well. Yeah, Vic. You know, I got to tell you, that's interesting because I've witnessed behind the scenes for many years in different companies that those conversations happen about cliffhangers on shows. And um, me personally, I'm not a, I'm not like, um, how do I word this? I'm not opposed to them, uh, but I've listened to a lot of people that are in power positions who actually don't like them because. It, it, it kind of like, it feels like, uh, and I'm not saying I agree with this, it kind of feels like, well, what happened? We sat here for two hours or we invested three hours in a TV show and now we don't get a finish type thing. And it, it, it's, it's an ongoing story, right? So that's why they want to kind of button it up until the next story. Or I shouldn't say the story, that's the wrong way to word it. Like in that particular story, we button up that element and then we get into the next element. Because it's different stages until the payoff, which is usually a, a match or the pay pay per view. Um, but you're right that that happened even before Nitro, like in the NWA, like when when Dusty Rhodes got wrestled, Soul was booking. He did that a lot. We're out of time here, folks. We'll be back next week. We'll see what happens. You know, like while there's a brawl going on, you know that type of thing. 
I never was opposed to it. Some people don't like that. Um, I also think, Vic, you got to realize this one important thing, my friend. You want to know what that is? What's that? The internet. So when you do a hook uh, like, I got you. you see what I'm saying? Uh, it, it's a little tough, you know, because like even if it's a live show, eh, you might be able to get away with it. If you're no one in your writing room stooges off to the internet or these dirt sheet guys, you know, what's going to happen the next week? It's kind of tough in these day and age to keep a secret because of the internet. You know what I'm saying? It's social media in general, you know? So I think that's part of it. But good call. Uh, thank you, Vic. I appreciate you calling. First time, long time. And as usual, I handle it like a stud. That's what I do, Dennis. Dennis just sits here and takes notes. And what are you doing, Ant? Oh, I'm just doing the video stuff, you know? How are you, boss? Yeah, great. Look, uh, did you take note of <laughs> Dennis's game with Sarah? What did you think of that, bro? It was it was cool. There's uh, hey, there's times where he uh, he could be better. He you definitely think? could be better. better. Tread, tread lightly, Ant. I feel bad for her though. Well, hold on. Well, why are you threatening Anthony? He knows. Oh, here we go. This is this is lazy. What? Gentleman. Peel back the curtain, bro. Oh, here we go. Oh, oh, is, oh me, are you me, threatening me? Let me, me? me spot because... to my audience. Let me spot. Oh, Anthony, shut up, please. Let me let me spot to my audience. Both of you got leave Anthony up. <clears throat> okay, here's the thing. Okay. This I first of all, ladies and gentlemen, I have no idea what these two nincompoops. Okay, so we're in the day. What these two guys are doing right now, I have no idea. You know why? Because I'm not involved with their contrived work that they did. Because they came up with this. Dennis said, and it's guaranteed it's Dennis. Because Anthony just does whatever Dennis says. So it's like, hey, I got an idea. Because Taz is running late today, by the way. Taz got to the studio late today because Taz was in a load of traffic. But I digress. So uh, the thing is, so... This is probably, they had some time on their hands. Taz wasn't here. The teacher's away. Let's run around and play games. And you, Dennis, came up with some kind of a silly heat game that Dennis, um, that Anthony, uh, you got something on Anthony. That's what's going on. This is a work, and it's going to be a horrible work. I'll let you guys take it away. Go ahead. No, not even close to true, but I'm going to give Ant one last chance to recant what he said before I do it. Good, Ant. Uh, do what you want, dude. Oh God, uh, help me! See, now he's a little nervous. No, I'm not, because I know what you're gonna say, and I'm fine, bro. I'm not the one living alone. This is why people hate you guys. <laughs> you do realize that? Aunt Aunt has a thing for a certain uh, coworker on the floor. Oh wait a minute. Yeah. Oh yeah. This isn't a work, Tez. This is the real deal. How did you know this? He's told me. Wait. So Auntie likes one of the girls who works here at CBS. Yes, sir. Oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> this is like a uh, this 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 show's becoming like a love nest. She's not in the bagel club either. Well, that's a good sign. Yeah, yeah, that's it. She's got that going. For that's her. a good sign. Okay. Um, really? Uh, oh, I think I know who this is. I don't think you do. As does she have no. video abilities? No. Uh, I don't. I don't know. No, but no, 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 no. No, I mean oh, he, he knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just her. Not her. No, just because like there's names to these people, and I'm not, no. I know. She's a very nice girl, though. Uh oh. She might take my job, though. So that's a little. Oh, there's a good chance of that. I just mean mugger now in the hallway. Just don't bring it to a dumpster anywhere. I, I mean, I get people <laughs> tweeting me. One pictures. time, dumpster I, love. I get people tweeting me pictures of girls like. I don't know where they're getting these pictures of. I they, don't either. These models, these beautiful models laying in garbage in dumpsters, fully clothed in dumpsters, and they're like, hey, give this to your video producer. Like, what? 
I don't sleep at night because they just send me pictures of dumpsters and I just like cry horrible in fetal position. You want to give any hint or like a, how long has it been since you went, did you just start liking this girl? Like what happened? Uh, I guess. I mean, I'm, I'm not. It's not like a grade school crush. She's an attractive woman, and I. Oh God. I don't know. I'm going to put my foot in my mouth. Sounds way too. Oh no, you've been doing that from day one. So look, <laughs> you, you. So I have. Are you? Are you going to ask her on a date? Oh, eventually. No, he had an opportunity to talk to her yesterday. No, see, Dennis just throws out. You have an opportunity. People work here. Unlike this guy. Mike in Syracuse, you are on the Taz Show. What's up, Haas? Spencer, wanted to give you my uh, off the hooks. All right, go ahead. I got you off for uh, Trish Travis versus, yep. uh, the name is Space Dummy. Oh, well, let me, that mean, hold on, whoa, 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 <laughs> Names don't space, sir, when you write them down. That's true. Why did, uh, I mean, maybe text it to yourself or put it in your notes, in your phone? Come on. I'll have to start producing my own show. Well, you need to be prepared, sir. You call this show. Is this your first time calling here, Mike? Yep. I didn't want to give you the spiel. That's okay. I'm fine with that. You're up in the queues. Uh, you know, the home of the orange. I got it. What's your next match? I was going to do Jazz versus Jacqueline. I like it. I like it. And then in my last match, I got Stacy Keebler versus Velvet Sky. Yeah, I don't know what that means, but okay, congratulations. Uh, there you go. We got Mike in Syracuse. That's what happens. Sometimes people just, you know, they get to call a radio show, and that's what they do. On that note, uh, it's a good time to go to break, probably. Uh, we'll get back to uh, the show in a little bit here. We're going to talk some NXT here shortly. We will also um, have the video later of the this really good Lean Mean. I saw snippets of it. Uh, the Grand Salami Slunk at all with the dates. The dates were announced yesterday by Dennis. No one really cares about it, but it's okay. This video is legit. You know, Lean Mean Production is always awesome. Get back to the phones a little bit. As I said, talk some uh, NXT. Tash, you'll sit tight. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, so it's Thursday edition right here in uh, Tash Show. We're going to talk some NXT here. Talk about um, well, one thing that jumped out to me is Mauro Ronaldo. I'll get into that here because you guys, you, most of you guys know, is doing the play-by-play now for NXT. So I got a chance to hear him and uh, his mix with the other two cats. Get into that, talk about some other stuff from NXT. Also get to the calls here in this segment a little bit more. Um, phones have been red hot today, so. And I'll probably get to talk with some Big Brother, hopefully in the next segment. If not uh, the fourth segment, so we shall see. Kind of like to lay everything out in the docket for you. It's called being a broadcaster, ladies and gentlemen. It's called being a broadcaster. It's called being a winner. Damn effing right. I don't sit here like a schmuck. Music, I don't know if I like it or hate it. I, uh, so I guess it lives on. If I hear it and it bothers me, it's probably a bad sign. It's probably going to start fading here in a second. 
Usually when I say something about the music, it fades. Look at that. It's like magic. Uh, anyway, so the NXT. Uh, so look at. I, I thought it was a good, good show. Again, I didn't see the main event. On all I heard was that that main event was awesome. I'm gonna check it out later today. Oscar uh, and um, uh, not Ruby Wright. What's the other girl from Sanity? Nikki Cruz. I always forget her name. I don't know why. She's. she's it's an easy name to remember. I just forget it. Too many uh, chair shots. But I digress. I did not see the main event, but I did check out a good portion of the rest of the show. Um, so, you know, obviously they started out to show the right way by not having Mauro be the voice. I, I like that. They had Nigel uh, do the voiceover open of the shot of the audience, whoever they showed, um, before they showed the announcers on camera. And then they came to an, a one-shot, as they call it, inside baseball terms right there. One shot. That's what you're looking at right now if you watch the video. Me, one shot. Now, if you see me and Dennis, which my producer will do right now, my video producer, that's two shot right there. Two two guys in the shot. That's actually a split screen. That's not really a two shot. I saw. I'm wrong. So, Anthony, you messed up. You shouldn't have done that. Okay. So, <laughs> that's a split screen, sir. I tested you, Anthony, and you failed. A two shot would be if there was, uh, like sometimes when there's a guest in studio and if they're sitting to my right, okay. Then, then and then this camera shot. Do we have that other camera available? Look up. We have given like TV. Uh, down. No, no. That's that's a split screen, sir. This uh, the other camera, the old camera we used to use. Uh, and shoot. The, I don't know with, with that the, the robotic gimmick. Shoot that. He used that camera. Look at this. This, this is just pulling. Look at that. Uh, yeah. Okay. So see my hand over here. So if there was someone sitting here, okay, and. I was talking to them, and the camera, and Anthony was shooting both of us like that. That would be a two shot. There's two of us in one shot. Way too much information here. I don't know. I, I shouldn't even get into any of that. Scratch all that from the show. Just take it all out. Rewind it. Anyway, so they went to a one shot of Nigel. Then they went to a two, maybe three shot, because they showed the whole announce team. I think they showed Percy also. And that's how Nigel introduced um that Mauro Ronaldo was there, which I think was good. Then Mauro took the reins as the play-by-play -play guy, just like I told you would, and he took the reins full throttle throughout the show as the lead voice on that show. And I told you th that he will handle those duties the right way of being the lead guy. There's some other things, like I said, that would help. It helped Nigel because Nigel wasn't trying to be or wasn't even able to be the main voice in that desk, which he shouldn't be. The play-by-play -play guy should always be the main voice. So we're talking to Michael Coles. We're talking to Mike Tenays. We're talking to Joey Styles whenever he had a partner. We're talking to uh, Jim Rosses, obviously. You know, this is what we're talking about. The Tony Schiavone's back in that day. You know, these are the lead voices. These are the lead play-by-play -play guys. That's how it's supposed to be. You know, and now Tom Phillips on SmackDown or obviously Mauro Ronaldo now with NXT. So a couple of things about Mauro. I thought he sounded great. I thought he sounded relaxed. And not doing live TV for the WWE is probably his best friend. Because, and not being on SmackDown or Raw is probably his best friend. Because he had a chance to relax. He was, I, I don't feel he was over the top at all. I don't feel like in segment one, segment two, that he was uh, super high, uh, uh, his octaves and his levels. He, I think he was... He was speaking and getting his points across and getting over the talent, getting over the stories. And he's a pro. The guy's prepared and he's really good. And I think he helps the broadcast. And he sounded great. 
And I, I think sometimes if, you know, if there are certain people producing you, you get a little bit on edge. And I think when you're calling SmackDown or Raw, most of the times you might have Vince McMahon. It's 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 well documented. People know this that 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 are you know big hardcore fans of the business. Vince produces the announcers on SmackDown and Raw. I think most people know that. I'm 99.999% sure he does not produce the announcers on NXT. Um, it's others, or it could be it could be maybe Triple H, maybe it's Michael Cole, um, or maybe one of the agents. I don't know for sure, but I don't think it's Vince. And I think that helped Mauro a little bit, if I'm correct on that. Um, and I think I am correct. So without getting into details. And I, that, that helped him. That helped Mauro become sound more relaxed. Dennis, did you hear this or you didn't get a chance to watch? You, what were you doing? You, I didn't get a chance to watch NXT uh, last no night. Did you watch the Yankees win, I'm sure? I, uh, I caught the tail end. I, I had stuff to do between eight and... I caught later. a little bit of the Mets winning. Big win for your Mets. You're damn right. So I digress. And so the NXT, uh, I thought was pretty good. And like I said, I thought Mauro sounded good. And I think this is going to be a good thing. And now, again, if you listen to his work, he sounded, Dennis, you had to hear him. He sounded much more relaxed. He was in the zone. Uh, he, 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 just, he just sounded smooth. You know, he, he sounded, you know, when you're not live, that's why I said not being live. When you're not live, it can't, it's good and bad, okay, when you're a broadcaster. It's good and bad. I've done a, a, a bunch of post-produced shows, which are not live. And I've done a bunch of live shows in my career as a, as a, a wrestling announcer, okay, as a broadcaster. And there is a difference. I always try to call them both the same, though. Because when I started to become an announcer, I started on the SmackDown brand. I started with SmackDown. And we were never live. So I had to call things ringside as they were live. Even though at times, Michael Cole and I were, were calling a lot of those segments from a studio suite in Stanford, Connecticut at 1 o'clock in the morning on a Wednesday. <laughs> That's how. But you had to have the energy. Now, let's talk about announcing for a second. <sighs> Again, free consulting. This is what I do here, I guess. So, with announcing, energy, energy, excitement does not mean scream at me. Does not mean screaming at the top of your lungs. Does not mean you're stammering with your sentences because you're so excited. That's not what energy is. Energy is, yeah, maybe you bring your octave up a teeny bit, but you bring the angst in your voice up. The sense of urgency rises up when need be. And that's tough to do when you're not ringside in, in a sea of humanity, as the cliche goes, around 10,000 people in an arena, and these two guys are battling in a ring in front of you. And when you're in a studio in the middle of the night, and there's nobody there but you, your partner on air, and the audio producer between glass, you know, bring the energy. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot harder than you people think. Trust me. Or than you people know. You people, as I say, disrespectfully. You know, I do that. You people. But see, for me, I had an advantage. Because that's how I learned how to become an, a, a color commentator was in post-production. I wasn't thrown into the live thing like on a, day, a weekly basis. So I could find my groove and, and hit my, get my sea legs under me and get rolling and learn how to do this job the right way. It helps. 
Now, there were a lot of stuff on SmackDown, a ton of stuff that we called ringside. We called live to tape, as they call it, Michael Cole and I. But there also were a chunk of things that we had to redo. <clears throat> and it's not because, oh, would you guys mess up a lot? That wasn't, to be frank, most of the things we had to redo in post-production wasn't because we messed up. That's not what post-production's for with wrestling editing, okay? It, 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 it's for, I don't get into too much detail. One day I will here on the show, but it's because when video gets edited, let's say a match goes too long, they have to pull out a minute of a match, the commentary that we called ringside that was taped doesn't match. So now we got to, when they edit the video, the audio has to match. Now, Dennis, you being an editor of audio, you understand exactly what I just said. Absolutely. And you probably didn't know that. Uh, no, but it makes sense. Yeah, yes. That's, yes, it does make sense. You know why, Dennis? Because I make sense. Yes, you do. <sighs> anyway, Morrow sounded good. And I think that this is going to be a, a good deal here. Now, Percy, you know, uh, he, he got, he gets a, he's getting a little better. His timing's better. I'm just, I just don't think his voice cuts through. I'm not dissing the guy. I don't even know the guy. But, but I'm just saying, like, it's not his voice doesn't cut through. You know, Nigel's voice cuts through. Nigel has such a deep, a, a, a thick, um, um, you know, uh, English accent. Uh, is there a name for it? Like the Irish bro, bro, Irish bogue? What's the, what's the English thing called? I think it's just an English accent. It's just called English. The King's English? Yeah, that's what I speak. You do. Very regal. Kings, like Brooklyn. Brooklyn's Kings, Queens is Queens. Interesting. Yeah. Didn't York, know that. New York guy, bro. Kings English, Brooklyn. Hello. This is what I do. Stop! <laughs> so, Nigel's voice cuts through. Mara's voice cuts through. Percy, eh, not so much. You gotta have that voice that cuts through, you know? You gotta, and and that you can get it with experience, but a lot of times you either have it or you don't. Seriously, um, he's trying. You can hear the guy likes doing what he's doing. He's putting energy behind it, you know. But I think he's definitely getting better, Percy. I just feel for any son of a bitching commentator that gets stuck in a three man booth, and all of these guys are in WWE. It's so hard. Uh, let me rephrase that. It's not that it's hard, like you can't do it. That's something when I say so hard. I don't mean it like that. When I say so hard, what I mean is it's so hard to build flow and chemistry while you you don't have a lot of time to call a match and get over a storyline and get over the talent. It's hard. It's hard when you have three guys there. It's tough. It's tough. You, you know. I just think I I I'm not a fan. Of the three-man booth. Uh, and uh, many of us announcers have said this. Uh, guys like Jim Ross, guys like me. Uh, if you had Michael Cole sitting here, he'd be the first to tell you. He don't like it. I know he He might act like he likes it. He don't like it. Trust me. <laughs> Joey Styles. Joey Styles. He was a one-man show. He didn't care about no. He didn't want nobody with him. Test one, too. Joey Styles. i got to have him on the show. Have him the show real soon again. He's been in the real world working. Joey Styles. That is his real name. It's actually not. I digress. Pudge in Massachusetts. You're on the Taz show. What's up, homie? Hey, what's up, Taz? Hey, what do you say there, Pudge? What's going on? Oh, it's all good. It's all good. Hey, are you, a Patri- are you a Patriot fan? You're in Massachusetts. Of course I am. Did he take the balls and order the equipment guy to alter them? How can I help you, sir? 
You know, the Sound of Fork store used to piss me off when that played, but now you play it. It plays so much, it makes me laugh. Yeah, I know. I don't laugh when I think of the word patriots. Uh, <laughs> you guys are a nightmare for everyone. All right, so what's going on? You're new to the show. You're new. Uh, you're a new caller here, aren't you? Yeah, first time, long time. Ah, look at you. Right, the handbag, he comes at me. All right, well, I appreciate you calling. Uh, thanks for calling. Take care. No, I'm kidding. What's going on, buddy? Hey, I have off the hooks an, I- an idea to speed up your show. Because I know the big bosses want you to speed up the calls. Yeah, they do. They're really getting pissed. They hate all you people. I think they just hate you, but they but you're so good they can't get rid of you. Well, that could be. You might be right about that. All right, how do we speed it up? Give me the suggestion. Well, just like Snapchat, all the little videos are 10 seconds long. Good point. I think you should have a like third quarter lightning uh, quarter where every call is 10 seconds no matter what. No wow. matter what. Do you want to drop bad. your off the hooks? you got 10 seconds. Ooh, you want to like ask this. a question? 10 seconds. This is not the time for you to call and yes. be like, hey, Taz, do you remember that time I met yes. you in a Denny's? Yeah. Do you remember? No, yeah. not it. Remember I met you at that Waffle House in Des Moines? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pudge, I got a good idea. Hey, Dennis, I like this Pudge guy. He's got it's a good idea. It's on the docket. He's got it's on the docket. There you go. Dennis is hacking it. It's on the docket. Uh, it's not bad. I like the name Lightning Round. Uh, we will change that up. We'll do a poll. Um, I like that. I like you're saying just in the third quarter, Pudge, we do this. Something like that. Just like tell the callers, hey, your question. You got one question. You're in the lightning round, and, and begin. They know they're going to be on in third quarter. Yeah, exactly. And we put like a clock on. We put like uh, a Naomi clock, something like that, right? <laughs> All right. I got you. Okay, got it. All right, you got 10 seconds, Pudge. No, I'm kidding. All right, no, I like your idea, dude. Seriously. All right, cool. What's your off the hook? Yeah, come on, today. Let's go. All right. I got my first matchup. I got Rosemary versus Paige. All right. And my second match, I have Beth Phoenix and Natalia versus Iconic, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay. Oh, I like those two. You're doing tag teams here. I don't, you're kind of breaking the rules, but I'll let it go. Go ahead. Well, they were a tag team. That's why I did it. I know, uh, but it's supposed to be one-on-one Jones, dude. You're going to give me tag teams. Okay, okay. What's your last one? You know, I apologize. Uh, well, see, you learned from Dennis. Feels good, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> What's your last? Come on, take out 10 seconds. Dress Stratus versus Bailey. Nice. Okay, got it. Thank you, Pudge. Thank you. Now we will hack your idea. That's what we do here on the Tash Show. We steal your ideas as the audience. He has a good idea, though. That is a good idea. And Pudge. Remember Pudge Rodriguez, the catcher? Ivan. He was a, just a beast. Is he retired? He's done? Yeah. One of the greatest defensive catchers ever. I know. Marlins, right? Mar- well, Rangers was what he Rangers. was I forgot for, about the Rangers. But he was on the Marlins. I forgot about the Rangers. You're right. Cup of coffee with the Yankees, Nationals, Tigers, a bunch yeah. of teams. The Pudge Rodriguez. Was he the one who had that? No, that was maybe Tony Pena years ago on the Pirates. Who was the catcher who had that weird split? He always went when there was no Tony, runners on base. Tony Pena. It was Tony Pena, right? Bench coach for the Yankees now. It's unbelievable how I know my stuff, bro. And a world-class mustache. World-class problems. Trophy over here. Careful. I'm the only guy that could have him just get hurt sitting here. Like, ah! Just fall down while I'm sitting. <laughs> I... I it's like unbelievable. But thinking Jesus back Christ. to uh, what when you when you went when you tried to go after Seth the other day. <laughs> yeah, that was not I, Seth was okay. But Dennis is talking to him. Seth was in the studio. He was standing over by the door. He was acting like an ass. True. This, this was off the air, and I, and I got, was getting really mad at him. And I'm like, dude, you know, I don't want to get I, if I don't usually lay hands on somebody. But I'm telling you right now, it's been a while. But I'm going to get up, and I'm I'm going to 
effing snap one of your limbs here. And he's like, he was kind of right. Okay, come on, get it. Right, right. Put him up. He, he was acting like an idiot. And, dude, what happened? I snapped, right? I did. You got up, and I was like, oh, boy. This yeah. is going to be funny. And then what happened? And then your knee gave out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he just stood there. I didn't fall. I got up. Went up. Ah. It was like we were playing freeze tag. And Seth was like, it was. <laughs> you both were just frozen. The whole moment was just like, what happened? You know, It was supposed to be a fight, and it just stopped. And like, I can't fight you now. I sat back down. <laughs> and he was like, you're lucky. And he walked out. Tough guy. You know. So That's my move. <laughs> Michael in Pennsylvania, you on the Taz Show. Uh, what's up there, homeboy? What's going on, Taz? Oh, Lancaster Jones. There he is, Dennis. You remember this guy, right? It's Roadkill's cousin. Yeah. What's going on there in the Amish world, my friend? <laughs> Remember, I relocated to Colombia. No one cares. And what's going on over in Colombia? Mayflies at night. <laughs> oh, yeah? You got mayflies? How about lightning bugs? No, we just get those disgusting mayflies because we live near the Susquehanna River. What's a mayfly, sir? Is it like a big bat? No, it's just like a... Light-colored, uh, it has like a length of a body of like a grasshopper, but... Holy that's big. Lighter, it's lighter color. Sir, sir, you are speaking of a diamond needle. It's a diamond needle! But, no, Mike. Well, we, they call them mayflies here, so... All right, Dennis, we need to Google this. We need to GTS this. I need to get on top of this. We're finding out right now. Mike, how can I help you? I want to give you my off the hook, sir. Okay, my Amish friend, go ahead. Okay, match number one, Nia Jax against Deanna. Yes, alrighty. I like that. And what is your second match, sir? I got the Queen, Charlotte Flair, against Wendy Richter. Yes. yes. Good presentation, my friend. And now, let's get into this, Mike. We're going to get into your main event. Of the off the hooks for you, Mike. You are Lancaster's own. You are an Amish uh, guy in Columbia. And your main event for your ladies wrestlers off the hook is. Hold on, sir. Wait for the drum roll. Go ahead. I got a match of horror gimmicks type. Smooth. Rosemary taking on a woman you call Zombie Hot, Taz. Daphne. Daphne. I remember Daphne. Yes. That was a long time ago, man, when I was calling her matches. Awesome. All right. Good job, Mike. Mike right there. Amish country's own. You don't want to be referenced as an Amish man, but that's okay. To me, I have the identities on folks. It's pretty good off the hooks right there. He gave some uh, some females from back in the day some car. It was pretty good. Not bad. You know what I mean? So anyway. So uh, back to the uh, NXT. Before I go to break here, I saw Velveteen Dream wrestled uh, Ho-Ho-Lan, Lun, whatever his name is. Not a long match at all. Not long. Quick match. They're pushing Velveteen Dream, which I think is good. I told you this kid has something special about him. His look, his physique, the way he, his mannerisms, the way he talks. Uh, this is the kid that was from the Tough Enough who had more heat on him than a monster in a horror movie, as the expression goes. Yes. Uh, but he... Uh, he was, um, he, listen, the kid Velveteen Dream, he can go. He's an athlete. 
like I said, the look, the physique, the whole deal. He was a lot bigger than, than Lun, Ho-Ho Lun. He ate up Ho-Ho Lun, Ho-Ho Lun. Is it Lun or Lun? Right. Um, exactly. You, when I asked Dennis, for those not watching, when he went like this, uh, like that. That was I didn't watch. Oh. Well, you know, you know Ho-Ho. I love not, Ho-Hos. I know you love Ho-Hos. Mm. You better be careful when you go to Chicago. Um, so, so here's the thing. Don't talk about Sarah like that. No, no, I'm not. So here's the thing. Velveteen Dream, I only thing I would do is back off I'd, I, if I was NXT or Triple H or whoever's, you know, helping create this character he has. I would back off a teeny bit of looking totally like Jimi Hendrix. I mean, like total, total Jimi Hendrix Jones here. I mean, like, I, I, mean, I know a lot of the younger, you know, fans have no idea who he's trying to look like or even who Jimi Hendrix is. Um, you know, legendary, one of the most, one of the greatest guitar players and uh, performers of all time. I mean, for those that don't know, I mean, uh, Jimi Hendrix. Uh, actually, speaking of Jimi Hendrix, you know he mentions Rover in a song? You know Rover the mascot of the Taz show? Or Bulldog? What song would that be in? Uh, oh, what the... Geez, roll over. The roll... Uh, Roll, yeah, what does he say? Now, uh, let me stand next to your fire. That's it. That's it. Let me stand next to your fire. Let me. St- yeah, that's it. Uh, roll over and let- no, roll over. Uh, what does he say, dude? GTS the lyrics, please. It's Jimi Hendrix though. But Velveteen Dream is. Uh, it's definitely. I- I'm cool with him trying to get you know different. Elements of look like Jimmy Hendrix. They also have some Prince stuff going on with him with the purple, <clears throat> and they mentioned something about uh, there was some kind of Prince element in there too. So you know these are legendary performers, uh, and I get it, and that's cool. I just think too much is too much. You know, I think back off a teeny bit of the Jimmy Hendrix stuff. He don't need it, man. The kid is he's got a unique look to himself. Maybe get that thing out of his hair. Leave his hair alone, and his, what he wears is fine. Maybe take off, I don't know, that shirt gimmick he wears to the ring. Uh, it's way too much 70s Jimi Hendrix. You know? what, what's the line? Do you got it? You don't have nothing. Oh, move over, Rover, and let Jimmy take over. Yes. Exactly. That's, uh, let me stand next to your fire, right? Correct. Let me stand next to your fire. Oh, we got a break here. That's the new break. Not Jimi Hendrix singing, by the way. All right, break time, Jones. Here we go. One hour down, one hour to go. We're going to break right now. All of a sudden, break. I'll talk a little bit more about NXT. Uh, and I'll also get into the Big Brother. Get to the phones. The phones are just ringing like crazy. Facebook Live later on. Tash, you're very busy. Thursday edition. September. Network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Ah, yeah. All right. One hour down, one hour to go. Phone lines are flaring like a pack of hemorrhoids. Tash Show, Thursday edition. Been talking a little bit of NXT here. Talk a little bit more and then segue out of it. Got people calling the show here. Got to talk to them. 
Facebook Live at the bottom of the hour. We'll also show that video uh, for the Grand Salami Slunker Tour. That Lee Mean edited together. You guys haven't seen this yet. It's pretty badass. So I want you to check that out. So we'll run that here on Facebook Live in the fourth quarter. So that's a deal on that. But also on the, um, on the what do you call it? On the uh, NXT. I was noticing they uh, they did a deal where Oscar her limousine she was in a limousine and she got like attacked well almost attacked like jumping on the hood and the windshield of the car you know it, it was uh, Nikki Cross from Saturday you know because they were gonna have this last woman standing match you know what I mean and I, I it was different I, a part of me hated it and a part of me liked it I don't know what, what how to put this. It was kind of weird, but that's what Nikki Cross is. Like, she jumped on the limo, like, it was on the windshield, and then Oscar was yelling and wanted to fight her, and then security holds back. Once Oscar gets out of the car, security grabbed Nikki Cross off the car. Held, like, it was in a parking lot area, I guess. Uh, I wasn't sitting there full throttle looking at the screen. I had something else going on behind me, but I did see that. You know, I, I, I thought it was kind of cool, but not. I don't know how to word it. Like I said, I, I, I don't know if I liked it or not. Sometimes that happens, you know, you see it, but it, it, it provoked me to think, you know, I'm like, wow, it's different, but it looks a little corny, you know, but it's Nikki Cross. I mean, her character and the Sandy thing, you know, they're, they're, you know, that's what, um, that's what the, you know, that's what, that's what she is. She's, she's out there. She's outlandish. She's wild. She's crazy and all this stuff. So, you know, I thought, um, I thought that was okay. And then they did a thing backstage when Regal in his office where Heavy Machinery and Authors of Pain were in his office, and uh, William Regal said basically Heavy Machinery earned the right to get a title shot at AOP. So, um, you know, I think that's cool. I mean, it's, it's developing new stars. NXT does a good job with this. Triple H, I tip my cap to him. He puts, he's got a lot of passion here behind this, this, this brand that he controls and he runs, and, and he does a good job with it, you know. And, and I mean, not everything's perfect, but you can't expect everything to be perfect, you know. That's just the way it goes. Uh, Kenny in Connecticut, you're on the Taz show. What's up there, buddy? What's up, Taz? How you doing, Going on to the crew? Uh, what's up, pal? Nothing. I had two quick questions for you. Yes, go. If Roman Reigns is going back into the title picture, what do you do with Braum? Uh, well, Braum, Braum could, you could do anything you want with Braum. He's, he's kind of become a made guy, you know. He could just become a destructor, you know, where he could just become a spoiler. You know, I don't think... A guy like uh, Braun Strowman needs a title. I, I, I think that they, and if you're Braun, you're in a good position because you're being built all character, which is the goal of most wrestlers. You know, mm -hmm. he, don't, he don't really need a belt to help him. He just needs, uh, you know, some TV time and, and let him do his thing, and they, they do. They let, they seems like they let him do his thing. You know, um, that, that, I, I, I like what they're doing with, 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 uh, with Braun. What else you got? Uh, my second question. What do you think the chances that they're repackaging American Alpha into heels and they're the ones behind the fashion police break-ins? Uh, I don't know if I would use them in that role. It's not bad thinking. I mean, Amer American Alpha has kind of been non-existent. We saw um, the one guy wrestling a singles match uh, last week. Where was that? Uh, last Gable. Week? Gable, yeah. Uh, Gable. Last week? Yeah, last Two week. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. But yeah, I wouldn't. I would not, Kenny. Thank you for calling. I would not have American Alpha. I mean, they might do what you're saying, but I wouldn't have them be the guys behind that that fashion police stuff because 
Look, I think no matter if you're pushing American Alpha or not, you got to keep them legitimate. You got to keep them in that credible zone. And they're good enough athletes, they're good enough wrestlers with a good enough collegiate amateur background to, you know, for people to know they're legit. But to put them in an angle like that, I think would be a little hokey, like corny, you know. What, what, I don't know if they fit that mold, you know. I don't know if I would put them, but they might, dude. I'm not saying they won't. I, I don't know what to say. I, I, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't think that, you know, I, that they would fit in that role well. As I mean, heels, I got no problem with them being heels. I just don't think they've been pushed enough. They've been pushed a little bit. Then they just they had the, the foot on the gas with these guys as baby faces. They were pushing the piss out of them. And then they just kind of something happened, I guess. Something, whatever happened. And they stopped pushing them. So a lot of times that, that could be something happened in the ring. Something maybe happened on a live event, you know, in, in a match where maybe they did something and, and ticked somebody off or maybe something was dangerous. And it got to the boss, and they got turned off, or or maybe it was an attitude thing backstage. Maybe maybe they were maybe they don't have the right attitude. That's you gotta have the right attitude, you know. I'm telling you from experience, you gotta have the right attitude. Um, and you never know that attitude. You know, you gotta go with the flow, there, so You never know, or it could just be a thing where the company just right now is taking a break with it. Maybe it's none of those negative things I just mentioned. In defense to American Alpha, and in defense to WWE. I mean, I'm purely speculating. But something definitely went on because they just slowed down with the push. You know what I mean? Right? I mean, Dennis, no? Yes? I mean. Yeah, I mean, they had the belts. and I forgot. You did have the belts. And it's like, haven't even seen it. It was like uh, the caller yesterday said, Where, where's Ty Dillinger been? Where's American Alpha? Like, yeah. yeah. Where? I mentioned that a while ago about American Alpha. Like, out of nowhere, random Jones. Where is American Alpha? So, you know, I, I think that. If I'm American Alpha, I'm going to find a way to also repackage myself. I've said this many times about them. I like them, but I think that when you look at them, you think of several different wrestling, pro wrestling acts. From their look to their singlets to their style. And there's several different wrestlers, including yours truly, that names pop up. You know, because of the different suplexes. Not to say they can't suplex, and I've said that before. It's just like the 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 the, the cadence of the suplexing, the timing of the suplexing in the body of the matches, and how they did them. I think resembled several different people, including yours truly. I also think they dressed and looked like the Steiner brothers, all that heyday and that greatness that Rick and Scott had in uh, WCW for all those years. That same look with those funky spandex singlets, which look great on them. They're both muscular guys and, you know, like the Steiners were and all that jazz. I, I just think they remind people of too many different wrestling acts. Uh, obviously, Haas and Benjamin, they, you know, with the Kurt Angle thing. I mean, it's just it's all just it's just a lot. I think repackage, do something. You know, look at, look at, talk about repackaging. I mean, geez. I mean, who's done it better than the Usos? That repackaging on the Usos going with that urban feel, that real hip-hop feel. Jeez, man, they kick ass over like Rover, dude, for sure. Full shizzle. I'm like Snoop Dogg up in here. You know what I mean? You heard me? You're so styling, man. Yeah, smooth the way you talk. Andy in Ohio, you are on the Taz Show. What do you say? What's up, Snoop? Oh, Snoop. What's up, man? How you doing? <laughs> Not too bad. Um, just wanted to give you my off the hooks and I'm out of your hair. Go for it. 
Okay. Um, first match I had was on my Lita versus Nikki Cross. Lita versus Nikki Cross. Cool. Okay. One is Ember Moon versus Six Star. Yeah, that's cool. I think someone said that before. Maybe maybe Dennis's love interest, Sarah in Chicago, might have said that. Yes? <laughs> I think she mentioned Sexy Star. I don't know if that's going to be next year. Yes, I agree. And what's your last? Easy, Dennis. What's your next? That's one. Asuka, China, and Charlotte in a triple threat. Breaking the rules a little bit. Breaking the rules a little bit. That's okay. That's a good match, though, Andy, man. Uh, that's pretty good stuff right there. I appreciate you calling, big guy. Thank you. That's a pretty good three-way match for sure. So what else? Anything else on uh, NXT that I wanted to bring up? I don't think so. They did the uh, Oni Loken and uh, Hideo Tommy. They did a deal in the... I caught the beginnings of this where they were saying uh, Tommy had a broken nose because they, they did a good job with B-roll shown last week where Tommy hit a couple of go-to-sleeps on Oni Loken. So Oni Loken started the match the right way or started the attack or whatever the heck it was the right way last night on NXT and went right after freaking, you know, uh, Hideo Tommy. And uh, and did something to his nose. They're saying that Tommy had a broken nose, but then later on, Hideo Tommy came back out. And then I ha- I got distracted. I didn't see the rest of what happened. To be frank with you, um, do you have there were any pictures of? Oh, is, is, he is, was he was bloody bad. I went back yeah. and watched that. They had the trainers with him in the corner, which I got to be honest with you, like it made it feel realistic. I guess I'm just from that era where that never happened. <laughs> So the old school wrestling me is like, I've wrestled, I broke my nose twice in my career, and they were both in the middle of matches. Uh, you just keep going. You know, like, I, you just keep going. You just wrestle. You just suck it up. It's tough to breathe. You're bleeding like a mother effer. You know, uh, it's happened to me twice. I mean, I, Van Dam, not Van Dam. I'm sorry, Sabu, I broke his nose and... Uh, uh, in a match, he kept rolling. I broke his jaw in a match. He kept going. I mean, you know, I mean, there was no training. There was nobody stopping a match. I mean, I, unless this was an angle, unless this was supposed to be a work, and they wanted him to. You said you you saw the footage of it because I, I I couldn't see the hit because I was watching some of it that portion of it on my phone. Yeah, and it was a, small. He hit a European uppercut, and right Cracked away, him. yeah. It's just blood, and you know the ref takes the gloves out, and, he, and he's like, "Well, back it up." And uh, Tommy's whole like he, you know, wiping his face, his whole hands all bloodied up, and it's yeah, his nose was broken. I, you know, like, I mean, Dennis, you were a big football player. You were a superstar linebacker in high school. Everybody knows Gosh, this. Thanks. I mean, you were like Jack and Diane. Remember uh, that song? Now I'm just sucking down chili dogs. <laughs> That's a great song. Jack would be a big football star. That's you, bro. Jack and Melissa. No, Melissa. What's in Jack and Danielle, not Diane. Yeah. Little dig about Jack oh, and Danielle. Lumberjack. Yeah, Lumberjack. There you go. Wow, this song is about you. Yeah. Two American kids growing up in the heartland. Stop. So the thing is, there was a time and place. It was a time and era, I should say, where one would get their nose broken and just keep going. <laughs> like, but I, I, a part of me thinks that, you know, this is that MMA feel. Let's get the trainers out there. If someone gets hurt, let's put the gloves on, the rubber gloves. So, that, you know, with the blood, it's dangerous. And I agree with all that stuff. They were doing that in WWE when I was a broadcaster there. 
I'm down with all that. I have no problem with that. That's important. You don't want someone's bodily fluids on your hands. I, it's, I agree. Um, sounds gross, but yeah, I'm just being honest. Um, well, blood is bodily fluids. I mean, so Correct. so uh, the thing is, like, it makes it feel more realistic. It makes it feel legit. I, I'm cool with it. But again, the old school wrestling is like, what are we doing? Why? Why is the match? What? The guy got broken nose. What the? F- just keep going. You know, I'm not trying to be a tough guy. I'm just being real up in here, you know. But I, I, it did look realistic with the trainers out there. So I guess I'm on the fence with that, too. Like with the Nikki Cross windshield jumping thing. I'm on the fence on two things. Nick in Massachusetts. You are on a Taz show. Nick, how are you, sir? I'm good, Taz. How you doing, bro? I'm good, pal. Now, you know what question I have to ask you. You are not from Salem, right? Absolutely not. I am not that gimp, Nick from Salem. You call him a gimp? Yes, sir. Got it. How can I help you, big guy? Hey, man, uh, I just had an idea with the uh, American Alpha, uh, like the changing the gimmick, which you were mentioning. Uh, my idea was basically, like, change their name, drop the American thing. Yeah. Just call, just call them the Alpha. It's not and bad. You know, they can be known... As like these elite guys, because they're both, you know, were sure. uh, college athletes. Yes. And you know, they're known for their their great moves in professional wrestling. Are uh, you know? Yes. As uh, Greco-Roman wrestlers. Yes. So they and they can they can play off that and you know act like they're cock, they're cocky and you know they've been they've been off the show for a little bit and say hey you know where's our where's our chance you know we're former champions you know we're the alpha. That's right. Yes, no doubt. No, no, Nick, you're right. It's very simple for them to repackage them. I like the name Alpha for them. Just cut off the America part. I agree. Because the America part's kind of hokey. Um, you know, I, I definitely agree. They're both, they're both good-looking guys. I would give Gable a haircut. Um, you know, I would do that. I, would, I wouldn't have his long hair. I would change them up, get out of those singlets. They both got really good physiques. So they could wear whatever they want to wear. They're going to look good whenever they wear it. Thank you, Nick, for calling. Uh, and it's a good suggestion by you, for sure. For shizzle. It's more Snoop. Yes. No, it's a good idea. He's right. I mean, it's easy to repackage those guys. I like the alpha idea. Yeah, I think it's cool. It's really good. You know, he's not Nick from Massachusetts there. He's not reinventing the wheel with something like that. It's a simple idea, but it's a good idea. So there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? Nothing at all, to be honest. Miguel in New Jersey, you're on the Taz Show. What's up, guy? Hey, what's going on, Taz? How's it going? Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, good, man. Yeah. Uh, I want to give a uh, off-the-hook idea and then just a uh, question about uh, the main events this week, this past okay, week. Okay, the lightning round begins and go. <laughs> All right, so off-the-hook idea is uh, Steakhouse is off-the-hook. I don't know how you feel about that. Well, um, I don't mind that. I, it's just I, I got to be careful because I'm not allowed to just promote whatever company I want to promote out here. Certain things I'm allowed to say and certain things I'm not because I do work for a big media company that likes advertising money. So um, <laughs> sometimes folks, not you, Miguel, but sometimes folks don't realize that. It's called business here. You know, just because the show's God. free, people think it's just like, eh, you know, they could just do whatever they want. Nah, it's not that simple. So I, I, I like your idea. I, just, I can't run out of here and start yelling out the name of steakhouses. You know what I mean? Good point, good point. All right, well, um, so question for you. Past week, Raw, SmackDown, NXT all featured 
women main events. You think WWE did that on purpose? And if so, what do you think the reasoning behind that was? Um, I don't think they did it. I think they book each show in, individually and separately. Thank you for calling, uh, Miguel. Um, I don't. I don't think they they did that by design. In my opinion. I don't think they. Maybe they did. I doubt it. I, I think they just were booking main events. I think. I think it's good too. I have no problem with it. I think women's wrestling, as I've said here many times, has definitely got to another level now uh, in wrestling, where it's not um, just about uh, T and S. Let's put it that way. You know, it's 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 more about the the athleticism of these females and their ability to wrestle, and WWE has changed their game in how they promote and push women. They, um, you know, they, they do, I feel, a much high road, much more high road than it used to be. They're not pushed as eye candy. They're pushed as athletes. They're push, pushed as superstars. They're pushed as wrestlers. SmackDown, Raw, NXT, the whole gamut. So I got no problem with it, you know. No problem with it at all. Um, I think it's good. That's a deal. And speaking of women wrestlers, that's just the thing I wanted to mention. I forgot to do it when I was talking about Oscar. I'll do it right now, and then I'll go to break. <clears throat> so the thing with Oscar, and I said this before, like you know, I really think she's just really got it. And, and again, like I said, I did not see her match this time, but I heard it was awesome. But I did, you know, watch early earlier in the show. I watched NXT, but I feel like she really needs to get out of NXT. They got to get this girl on Raw. She will not be on SmackDown, in my viewpoint. When they do move her up, and they shouldn't put her wherever Nakamura is, they shouldn't put her. They're both not just because they're both Japanese, you know, from Japan, and but they're both big stars that are Japanese, and they're both limited in their ability to convey in English. So uh, that doesn't work, in my opinion, where you have them both on one show. I just I don't know if that's not PC to say. You never know today what's PC and what's not. I really don't give a. But I'm just telling you right now, I, I think you got to put, get her out of NXT. There's nothing more for that girl to do there. Nothing. Nothing more. It really isn't. You get these other girls that you guys, NXT, Triple H, and then company have done a great job of promoting like Ruby Riot and Nikki Cross and Ember Moon. I mean, Peyton uh, Royce and, um, blah, 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 I'm drawing a blank. What's her name? Billy, Billy K. Kay. Billy K. You know, you're really pushing these girls the right way, and you got Liv Morgan, who's who's got nothing but potential. I mean, you know, you're doing the right thing. I mean, Deanna Perrazzo makes appearances there, and Deanna's great. You know, so, you know, I, I don't think you need her there anymore. I mean, get, get her into that Raw deal, man. Get her with those girls there. I mean, just, I really just think she needs to move on. I mean, you agree with that, Dennis? Oh, absolutely. She She's already... Beaten Goldberg Street. She's undefeated, unquote. right? Which, why? What does that matter? You did it now, great. Let's yeah. What? Move. What else? What about you going to do with her? Move on. But what do you do though? Do Do you have her lose? I because I think like wait, have of, her lose in, in NXT. Yeah, like part of her thing is her undefeated streak now. So I think you have to have her lose to make somebody else, and then move on. It's called doing the honors. Go watch. All the history of, of Bret Hart and, and Vince McMahon and that whole thing, if you feel it's a work or a shoot, watch the history of that and watch Vince McMahon explain about doing the honors. He sat down on his own show on Raw where he was interviewed and he talked about that. And and again, no matter if it was a shoot or a work, the Bret Hart thing, he talks about doing the honors on the way out because, you know, Bret didn't because of the whole, he didn't want to apparently because of the whole thing with Shawn Michaels. I'm not going to get into a lap, but that was a long time ago. But it's about doing the honors. I know I did it. 
I did a lot of work during of the ECW. I put over a lot of people. I went for six years, seven years. No one could beat me. And then next thing you know, everybody's beating me. It's called putting people over on the way out the door. That's business, son. So, yeah, I think they got to do that with her, with, 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 with uh, Oscar, and to make these other girls. Not just in a championship match. Even after that, have her lose a few matches on house shows. Make these other girls. And then put her on Raw and push her. It's no problem. All right, we're going to the break. There's so much knowledge I can spew on you people. All this other break, we'll play the... Uh, be on Facebook Live at facebook.com slash Tash Show. We will also play this video that Lee Means so kindly put together that is phenomenal promoting the Grand Salami Slunker Tour with dates. This is done the right way, I suppose, through the show that Dennis did yesterday. Okay? So we'll do it the right way. Take two Jones on the other side of break. And you guys will enjoy this. And I want to talk some Big Brother. A lot of people are calling about Big Brother. We'll be on Facebook Live and uh, Tash Show sometime. Featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Yeah, so, uh, concerned about the shock situation. Someone like, what are you talking about? Shocks, you know, like great white shocks, those big shocks that. Tear your body in half. <sighs> Great white sharks descend on Cape Cod. Never fails. Guess where yours truly is going. Uh, later in the summer, on a little short vacation for a couple of days. I, I usually hit Cape Cod in the summer. Just for a couple of days. You know, at some point. Yeah, we don't have we don't have anything booked yet, but I think maybe uh, we've done this for a few years, and then uh, you, you get all these things on the news when you're down up there in Cape Cod. Another shock sighting. Jimmy Wilson cock had uh, part of his ass buttocks bit off by a Mako shark. Great white sharks descend on Cape Cod. An influx of the kind of shark made famous in Jaws along the Massachusetts coastline. Has residents and tourists worried? This is not new news, folks. And guess where they come from? They go right up north, right from Long Island. Guess where I live? You got it. Yep. On the South Shore, by the way, of Long Island. And that's where they, you know, usually hang out there and then you go on vacation, you know, summer. Up to Cape Cod, and they, they follow you. The effing sharks are on I-95 North. They're swimming along the friggin' I-95. There's water over there, you know. You ever see that, Dennis, on 95? I have. I stands for interstate, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. For those idiots out there. You don't know what that means. Nerd! I stands for interstate. I-95! I'm going down to Florida, I-95 South, Bob. 
don't even know what I means, Dennis. They just say I. Interstate. Did you know that? I did. I took a I-95 to ECU. No one cares. Interesting. That's great. So Big Brother was uh, last night. <sighs> Debut Jones. Two hours. Big deal here. Big deal. Dennis, did you watch it? No. What do you mean no? Okay. This is what I was concerned with. You not watching Big Brother. Because that's what uh, the old producer of the show used to do. Not watch it. He would not watch it. Be different, bro. Just be better. Be better than him. Watch it. But then if I watch it, now I'm hacking you. <sighs> You're not hacking me, sir. It's people, they're fans of my show that watch this. And hello, everybody on Facebook Live, by the way. We're on Facebook Live at facebook.com slash the Taz Show. Yeah, well, I want to go through a couple of the people that are on the show. Um, you know, they got some interesting, they got some good athletes on this on this episode. You know, it's, um, they got a good cast, I think. They got a good cast of characters here. Um, I like the guy, Jason, the cowboy guy. He's a rodeo clown. Dude, you got to see this guy. He's, he's nuts. He's, I he's love actually, a rodeo clown. He's, no, he's funny, dude. He's, he's a funny guy. You know the concept of the show, right? Yeah, they throw everybody in. and For like three months, they're locked in a the house. They're, they're Big just, Brother's watching. Right. They already eliminated somebody yesterday. Gone. Thanks for coming. Day one, Jones. See you Day later. one? 12 hours. Thanks for coming. You're out. Because they brought back mm. an old guy, a guy from last year's. So there was no room for this other person, and they lost him. They, it's all, you know, you didn't just get thrown out. You kind of got eliminated out, basically. Competition, Jones. You get put on the block. It's a long thing. Then you get voted out. It's, it's a whole big thing. That's why you got to watch it. But anyway, they brought back Paul, the guy with the beard. This guy with the beard. You know, metal, Metalhead Jones, whatever he is. Friendship. He always talks about friendship. His friends are running. He's a funny guy. He gets annoying after like a week. So I got to watch this guy on TV for three months. Again, like I did last summer. But uh, the, I like Jason, the cowboy, the rodeo cat. I like him. He's good. I think he's, he's going to have a good social game. He's always in a good mood. He's a big guy, kind of athletic. So the guy, Matt. Grayhead Jones. He looks like an old guy, but he's a young guy. He's got a lot of gray hair. Salt and pepper city, Ooh, right? Yeah. It's a good look for Yeah, no, no. Guy's got abs. Guy's in great shape. Chicks love the guy. They're all over him, right? You got the other guy, Mark, big jacked up, beefy Jones. Big thick guy. Looks like he might have been a football player, maybe played like a little defensive tackle or something, but but muscular, you know. Another guy they have that's just you gotta see this guy, dude. Super ultra intense guy. This guy, Cody. Like a Marine, former Marine, you know, this guy was just ripped, muscular dude. No social game whatsoever. He's like you. Something just fell. Uh, he's like you. He's got no social game. Nothing. But he's, he's, he's very intense. Like very like, you know, um, just uh, just like not good around people. Like he doesn't like a lot of people. I like him because he hates people. And he... You know, everybody was kissing this guy's Paul's ass who came back in from last year. Friendship Jones, right? Not everybody's Cody. kissing his ass. No, not Cody. Cause, see what they do, Dennis. This is the cool thing. Then they do it on camera with them. It's all post-produced. They do it on camera with them in a, it's called the diary room where no one could hear them except for us at home. So they bury each other on this thing. It's great. You know, so the concept's been like this for years. It's phenomenal. This other girl who did a great job against Cody in uh, the, the competition when they were on a little swing or something, they were on a little trapeze. This girl, Alex, this little nerdy, um, nerdy, uh, she's like a video game girl. Um, I think she's from California. She was very good. She, she, I respect her. She did a good job. She stuck out. 
This guy Cameron got eliminated, not the girl. I think, no, who's Cameron? Yeah, he lost. He got eliminated. Yeah, he's out. He's out of the house. One guy's out of the house. I'm getting confused already. First show. Cameron's out. Cameron's out. He was annoying. Thanks for coming. He's gone. They got this guy, Kevin, bro. You got to see this guy. He's from Boston. Okay? Boston guy. Day, night, cold, hot. Good chance he's a Pats fan. Bro, he's got seven kids. He's an older guy. Okay. They always have, like, one older person there. Like, one older, you know? What's older, like? Older's like, you know, 50, okay. 45, 50, 50, something like that. He like, jeez, I'm that age. What the hell? Um, but there's always, like, an older guy. This guy's got, like, six or seven kids. He's got, like, six daughters, one son, something like that. But he's smooth Jones. Like, he's very, he, he, he's, he's a gimmick and a half. If you go look at the cast of characters, you'll see them on, at CBS.com. Uh, Big Brother cast. You'll see that the people I'm talking about. Maybe that would help if you don't have the decency to watch it. You can at least look at the cast, look at some of the names I'm saying. You know what I mean? The girl that I think is a definitely a front runner now. She was on the block yesterday, but she she got voted to stay in. It's this girl Christmas. Her name is Christmas, dude. This girl. No, no. Listen. She she's a fitness uh, champion. She's a what do you call it? A um. Oh God. I'm drawing, uh, uh, what do you call that? Fit. Oh God. I'm drawing a fitness model. CrossFit. Oh. CrossFit champion, bro. So she's legit, like in the physical competitions. She, she's just muscular girl, strong girl. Christmas, her name is. Very, very good. I think she has a good chance she um, rocks and rolls here and does well in the deal, in my opinion. J-Man, L.A., you're on the Taz Show. What's up, Haas? Taz, Lumberjack, love your boat. All right, pal. What do you got going on, man? But I wanted to talk about uh, Big Brother since uh, Dennis won't talk you well, he don't, it. he don't watch it. He's unprofessional. I got nothing to say, Chan. Yeah. yeah. Typical. That's how he gets paid. Yeah. He gets paid to do nothing. That's what he does. And he doesn't even come up with uh, Big Brother music for you? or No. No. no not, not that we could use it. It's just CBS. Why would we be able to use that? <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Chan, for bringing wow. that up. I appreciate that on the air, too, by the way. Um, uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> add it to the docket. <laughs> yeah, add it to the docket, Dennis. The guy <laughs> sits here, Chan, like a lump of... You know, he just, I don't mean that in a bad way, Dennis, but he does. He sits here and he just, and, and, and Chen, I, I, I'm looking. Are you watching the video? Are you watching Facebook Live? Uh, no, not at the moment. <laughs> okay, well, that's fine. I, I'm looking at the camera anyway. And I'm telling you right now, this guy, Dennis, you people have no idea what happens when we're in break. Him and Anthony, it's, I, I told you, you, you people this before. It's like schoolgirl stuff. They talk to each other nonstop. They can't wait to talk to each other. Best friends. They're besties. Two little P words. Both of them. Matching anklets. Sorry, Chad. This is your call. I'm dominating it. Okay, what's going on about... What, did you like Big Brother? Yeah, man. I loved it. I got three hours sleep because of it. <laughs> I hear you. Who wins? Uh, well, who's the final two, you think? The final two... Um, man, I think uh, your boy Paul might make it to the end. But, yeah, you know what? Christmas. Uh, yeah, I think she's good, she, man. She's going she's gonna to last a long time. But, man, what about that Jessica girl from L.A.? God dang. Oh, he's, he's, uh, she's a pretty girl. I know Jessica from L.A. She's... No, no, but I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but she's from L.A. But my, my point is, Dennis, uh, he's going to Chicago like eight times. And then you got people that look like Jessica here in L.A. Well, that's a good point. And, uh, a good you know, point. Why, why doesn't he come to L.A. and watch the L.A. Uh, Dodgers and the Angels and then uh, meet people like Jessica? 
I would love to, Chan. I only, I only had a week to to throw this together, so that's great. No one cares. Oh. Okay, great. So, all right, so Chan, look, I I, I think that Christmas, uh, I think she's got a great shot because not just physically, but her social game is good too. People like her. She's not intimidated. She yeah. knows when to back off a little bit. Um, yeah. You know, I I don't yeah. think you, Paul is going to go as far as you think, dude. I really don't. I, I think that because these people are all super fans and they know the show and they're not going to let him stick around and, and last that long. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, that's true. He already pissed uh, off eight of them because he didn't give them friendship bracelets. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good point. But what it wasn't Hold on, wait, wait, Chan. That's a real thing? What are you laughing at, Dennis? Friendship bracelets? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it actually is a, a real thing. On that particular episode, it, yeah, it was something they did. Why is that funny? That's funny to you? Like, what, what is that? What? <laughs> Why? Why is that funny? I don't get it. <laughs> you laughing at my show now? What is that? Me and Ann are going to make you friendship bracelets. Yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, Chan, uh, thanks for calling. I got to go. You, you, you're a 10-second li- ten lightning round. You're done, buddy. All right? <laughs> All right. Love you both. Have a good day. Uh, we love, love you, too, Chan. Take care, pal. Dennis, when a guy says he loves you, you see how Chan says it the right way. Love you guys. And I go, love you, too, pal. Love you. No, but you go, love you. you. You don't say it like you're saying it to your mom or your girlfriend. You, you say it like a guy. You don't say it like that. Yeah, but the love in my heart knows no gender. Dominique on uh, Big Brother, this girl is like a nuclear scientist or so, biomedical engineering. Or, this girl's a genius. And she, what happens is, dude, she kayfabes everybody. So that's what happens on the show, Dennis. When these people have like some crazy job where they're highly intelligent or maybe they were in the military. They don't tell anyone. They keep it a secret. Smart. It is smart. Under Siege Jones. That's what they do here. Got this guy uh, from Miami, Josh. He's from Cuban descent. And this guy here, he's going to be gone soon. He's an over-the-top personality. Very uh, just over-the-top. It's a little annoying. I got to be honest. He gets on my nerves. I don't think he's going to last long. Then you have Ramses, this guy. Are you look at the list? I am. Okay, he's uh, an open homosexual, which is fine in this day and age, as you know. He's a cosplay artist. Yeah, I, no one knew what that was, neither did I. He runs around acting like a cartoon character. <laughs> what <laughs> the f- Those are strange. What the F? Hey, Ant. Are you familiar with Big Brother? All right, thanks. Appreciate it. Get back to work before I give you a beating. I guess I'm just a nerd. Uh, Raven, not the ECW Raven. Uh, this young lady, Raven, she's from down south somewhere. She's on the Big Brother. She is a um, ballerina or like a dancing pro or dance instructor. So, you know, those girls that can dance, you got to watch because they got good balance. They're good athletes, you know. So they're in the, the fit. there's a lot of physical competitions on Big Brother. So. And I always feel like the girls that are smaller, they're, they're muscular and athletic and small, they can do well. There's a lot of these stamina type of competitions and that need some strength. Even if it's a guy who's muscular and big, if the more body weight you're carrying, the little tougher it is. So some of these girls that are a little bit smaller do well, you know, that are, that are athletes, you know. I'm looking at the Facebook Live right now, talking to some of the people. I'm not talking yet. I'm looking at some of these people. Yeah, it's a lot of, definitely a lot of... Um, a lot of Facebook, I'm sorry, a lot of Big Brother fans on the Facebook Live right now at uh, facebook.com slash the Taz Show. We got, uh, we got a lot of people putting uh, putting it over. So, um, 
Marcel Mellet. Body slams are coming, bro. I don't know what that means. Oh, I see. Eric Blimpskin Beyond, remember? Oh, people want me to talk about wrestling? Oh, I love when they say that. Dennis, how do I react usually when that happens? So give us next week's breakdown of Big Brother. What do you expect? Excuse me? What do you expect for next week? There is week? no next week, sir. It's on tonight. That, oh, well, what do you homework. expect tonight then? I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it's they got to stop picking somebody else off. There's going to be someone else going. It's too new. It's it, it just started. They won yesterday, so I, I need well, a Well, they already time. got rid of somebody. They did. They did. They got 16 people now. Okay? It's a lot of people. So, Jim Casadines. Mets are going to come back. I hope so, Jim. I don't know. It's going to be tough. If you want just wrestling... Don't listen or watch my show ever again, folks. Whoever you are, I'm telling you right now. Go the F away. Go. Bye-bye. I don't care. I don't care. Tony roaming. Not Romo. Roaming. All of a sudden, you care. Dennis, shut up. That's what it says. I don't know what he <laughs> I read that bad. Like, I read that. Because there's so many comments, and then and I get... I don't even know what just happened there. Just, just, just you know, let it go. No. <laughs> Sean Tapia. This made me want to watch Big Brother. Sean, watch it. It's, it's good stuff. It's not just like a chick show. I mean, if you have a girlfriend or a wife or something like that, or a female in your life... I don't. You can, um, this is true, you can uh, enjoy it maybe a little better, but most dudes don't admit to sitting home like Dennis watching Big Brother. You know, I'm really like a huge fan. You wouldn't say nothing. <laughs> I was on season eight. I, uh, you didn't notice? You're sitting there eating crackers watching Big Brother. That would be funny. Seriously. Speakerphone Jones in Houston. What's up, guy? What's up, Mr. Sass? What's up? Ford? Talk to me, buddy. Hey. Come. What did you think of the uh, twist last night in the Big Brother? Which twist? They had a couple of twists, dude. Which one? About the bringing Paul in or something else? All of it. Like, I, I liked how they interspaced it throughout the uh, yeah. episode. They did a great job. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and then the, uh, the, di the way they did the diary rooms at the end with, you know, Rapido, Real Snell. They did go quick. They had, oh, at the end then. Yeah, they didn't do, that's right. Good point. They didn't show normally when they vote people out, for those that don't know, they show the people in the diary room saying, I vote to uh, evict, you know, Jimmy Jones. And and they didn't do that. They went at the end, did a quick package, boom, 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 quick to show people. And they and what they did was very smart. And I'm glad you brought the subspeaker phone, Jones. They showed um, when they would show the person's name that the person was evicted, they would say two people said whatever, you know, Joe. And then it would show Joe like in black and white. So that's brands your brain. That gets your brain branded to know who Joe is, you know. Uh, I don't remember the names who it was because it's all still new. Thank you, Speakerphone Jones, for calling. Yes. He knows. He's right. He's right. They did a good job with all the twists. They did a really good job with all the twists. For sure. Mima Maria. Good moment, y'all. Good moment. Uh, I guess you're allowed to say that now, Mimi. How do you say her name? Mimi, Mimi, M-I-M-I. -M -I. 
Mimi? Mimi. Mimi! My my? Mama! Mimi. What was her last name? None of your business. That was her last name. <laughs> that, then it's Mimi. Mimi, none of your business. Chris in New Hampshire, you're on the Taz Show. What's up, guy? What's up, Taz? Hi. I got off the hooks, and I have a wrestling question about AJ Styles. All right, let's do it. Off the hooks, go. Um, China versus Nia Jax. Okay. Sexy Star versus Lita. Okay. And Alexa Blit versus Charlotte in a champion versus champion match. All right, sounds good, buddy. And what's your wrestling question? Um, it's, a, it's a quick two-parter. Why okay. did they take AJ Styles from the world title picture and does it hurt him? It, it, you said it doesn't, and it doesn't hurt him. Is that what you said? No, does it hurt him? Oh, does no, does. no, 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 Chris. I don't think it hurts AJ. It's very difficult to hurt AJ because AJ is a known name, a household name, in essence, for the WWE universe. He's a star. Um, he's been a star anywhere he's wrestled because he's he's one of the best wrestlers in the world in the in the past 10, 12, 13 years. Um, I don't think that's an overstatement. So it's very tough. He's kind of like Teflon. I don't think it hurts him. Uh, I think they need to make other guys. That's why they kind of pulled it all, uh, him out of that picture. All right. That's the, that's that's what I think. The, why they did that. I think that made that basically makes the most sense, and, and to me, in my opinion. So thank you for calling, Chris. Uh, I appreciate. It. Last call of the day, right here. We got Marty in New York. You're on the Taz show. What's up, Haas? Hey, Taz. I got my off the hook. I'm gonna give them to you real quick, and then I have a question about uh, scripted television shows regarding wrestling. Yeah, go for it. All right, so off the hook, it's basically old school versus new school, starting off with Jazz versus Becky Lynch. Okay. And then Battle of the Moon Salt, Lita versus Charlotte. Gotcha. And then Japanese uh, wrestling, uh, Bull Nakano versus Asuka. Yes, I like that. That's good. Uh, what's your point about the TV show? Okay, so there's been TV, like, recently on Netflix, they released their Glow show. Yeah. Glow. Um, do you think there's market for more television shows based on wrestling? Yes, I do, but I'm kind of biased because, you know, uh, being in the business as long and, and being from the business and my, you know, all those years, of course, I'm biased towards anything that's good sports entertainment slash pro wrestling. But I do, if, if I can remove myself somehow from having that bias, you know, attitude uh, towards it, I, I definitely think there is because... Listen, man, it's it's proven the industry, the wrestling business has proven its 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 staying power, its worth, the money, uh, the 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 popularity, um, and and it's it's it sounds like a trite thing to say, Marty, but this no off season thing that we all have been saying for decades is a shoot. Okay, that's a big deal. Now you can go all year round, and WWE and other companies can have success all year round shows you the staying power and the popularity of the business. And from a TV perspective, um, you know, it's it's there's wrestling on TV a lot and, and there's wrestling all over the Internet a lot, obviously, on different platforms. So I definitely think company uh, shows like Glow, that are scripted shows, you can do more with it. I would be careful with, like, Lucha Underground. Look, every wrestling show has a script, right, Marty? I mean, if you think about it. it, it yeah. Now WWE, you know TNA. I mean, we, we you know we didn't call them scripts; they were run sheets. But they weren't. To me, a script is every line is written for everybody, the announcers, for the talent. Every line's written, so that's why I never call it a script. 
but it's a run sheet. It's a, a outline of what's going to happen. Now, most men and women wrestlers in WWE get handed a promo, or we call it a copy, or a script that's almost every word that they would like you to say, but they always hand it to you and say, most times, they say, put it in your words, it's cool, tweak it, that type of thing. Me, I've said this before, Marty, I was never able to do that. I was never a script guy. I needed bullet points. You know, um, during ECW, Paul would just give me bullet points. And he would give everybody else bullet points, too. He didn't hand us scripts of a promo. WWE has 30 writers, so they can do that. So uh, they'll have a couple of writers that are assigned to certain wrestlers because they know those wrestlers and they know those characters. So they write for those wrestlers. Um, I don't believe in that, but you know what? That's what makes it work for WWE. I bet you there's still people that go off the script, like a Randy Orton. I don't think he's a word-for-word script guy. You know, uh, I, I don't think Kevin Owens is either. I, I mean, I don't know that for a fact, but I'm pretty sure those guys aren't. Um, so I don't think there's that part. I'm getting off the topic, but that's part of the script is the only thing to me that I've seen scripted. But Lucha Underground, like, I think they're more of a scripted show than WWE. Would you agree with that? Yeah. And I do think that Lucha Underground is phenomenal, and I, I'm assuming you would agree with that too. So I think there's a lot of room for companies like Lucha Underground if there's money to do something like that, which is hard, Marty, and thank you for calling. That's the hard part. It's the money. It's the money, guys. It's all about the freaking money, not just in wrestling and everything and what I do, okay? You know, like, it's about money, meaning you need money behind you, either a company or your own money or an investor's money. And that, that's always the problem. With wrestling promotions, if they have a TV production company behind them, like El Rey, in Lucha Underground's case, then they're getting help with money. Uh, Sinclair with Ring of Honor, they're getting help with money. You know, TNA for the longest time, it wasn't a TV company, it was Dixie Carter and her money. You know, so she was a money person. She was a wealthy person who was a fan of the business and was owned the company. We're in fifth quarter, by the way, just flowing like it's nothing. And then uh, you have uh, now with, with Impact Wrestling, you know, with the Fight Network from up in Canada, the, those that group there, with, uh, I can't re- remember the name of... Uh, CCTV or something? No, no, it's something else. Whatever the name of the, the company thing is over there. They're behind it. And obviously with WWE, it's Vince McMahon's money that created all of this madness that he's got going on. This, in a good way, I mean that. It's always about money behind you. That was one of the biggest issues with ECW. Yeah, sure. I mean, we found out later Vince McMahon was helping Paul with money, but there was really no money, money behind us. You know, Paul Heyman's parents put a lot of money into it, and a lot of this was private information back then, And but there was always that chase of the money, you know? It's the same thing with, like, anybody could, like, what I said, what I do, you know, or, like, with podcasters and stuff, like, you know, I, I, um, I think anybody can go and start a podcast. That's easy. If you have a microphone and a recording device and, and you have the internet, you can upload your podcast once a week somewhere or something like that. Now, do you have a company behind you? Do you have money behind you? Or can you do enough content that it's a, you know, that you get people that are into you? Do you have enough of a, a following of your own? Uh, 
Do you, do you have uh, star power? Do you, before you did a podcast, do you, you know there's all these different things. But the key is the money. Like, you know, I could take my show here, which is a, a, a load of content, as you guys know, a lot of content every day. Yeah, I could leave here. I could leave CBS, and no, I, you know, I got to have put money into doing something on my own. You know, bringing my team along, paying my team. That would cost me about a hundred bucks a week. Would you say that? Right? Something like That'd that. That'd be a significant pay raise. <laughs> you need money. You need money behind you. Okay, the side. You need money behind you to do anything you want to do. So my point, I'm not getting off the topic. My point is this guy Marty from New York called about, do I think that other companies can do the scripted type wrestling? Yes, if there's money behind them. You need money because now with script, you need writers. If you're going to script the whole show, and make it more like a uh, TV show as opposed to a wrestling show, you need more money behind you because the production value is big money <laughs> because it's mostly all post-produced stuff. That's why I look at the way Lucha Underground tapes their TV series. They tape it like a TV series, 13 episodes, whatever the heck they do, and then they take all that time to in post-production to edit. Post-production editing, that means cha-ching, money, lots of it. When you post-produce, that means lots of money is being spent on editors, audio producers, video producers, someone to oversee the production, talent to come, voice it over. It's a lot involved, guys. Fans don't realize that. See, WWE, they're an all-inclusive thing. What's that place you go on vacation? Uh, sandals? Something like that. Remember back in the day, it was like everything's in it. Or like there's, a cruise. A bunch of yeah, well, well, that's WWE. They're yeah, all inclusive. They got everything. <laughs> they got their own hub. But it wasn't always like that. You know, Vince and Linda put put everything in WrestleMania one, and then they they were almost bankrupt. And it took time, but he hit. So. So anyway, you know, it's about money. You know. It's about money. If you're going to do stuff like that, I'm down with it, man. If you could, if you get more shows, uh, you know, more scripted shows that are good entertainment, I don't consider those per se wrestling shows. Good luck trying to copy what Lucha Underground does because that shit costs some money right there. They're spending money. And they got some talent. They got a lot of good talent, meaning wrestling. So they, they're a hybrid of a TV scripted show that's heavily post-produced with heavy money behind them with a tremendous in-ring product. That is legit. That is legit. So, you know, that's the deal. Hopefully everybody's happy now. I segwayed off of talking about Big Brother and talking about wrestling. So, you know, some of you people could be happy with that. I want more of the body slams part, Taz. Yeah, I want you to kiss my ass. How's that? Is that bad? No. So. You know. Did you learn anything right there? I did. That was a very good, I don't want to say rant, but a monologue. Yeah. It's part of the opening monologue. Fifth quarter. Scott Amstead, free lunch. He gets it. Yes. Uh, Anthem, thank you, Mike Krug. That's the company, dude, that, that owns uh, TNA. 
Evil Anthem Owl Man. The Owl, known as Anthem, yes. So, anyway. So. Mike Taylor, if you started a promotion, who would be your booker? I don't know. I don't need to hire a booker. I could book it. <laughs> what do I need to hire a booker for? So. Anyway. That's the deal. I think we're wrapping this thing up right here. I got things to do. I mean, I got to go. Jordan stands. Oh, damn! We're getting to it. No, we're not. I'm getting ready to wrap the show up. You didn't remind me. Aunt literally just said in my ear, make sure you remind him of Lean Mean. No, but he had to remind you. No, he didn't have to remind Because you're carved out and you don't remember nothing. You're carved out. You got to get, you got to hit you in the right moment. Jordan Sten. Hey, Taz, did uh, CBS fix the, uh, the broken window? Yeah, remember that thing that week? That's a natural segue. That's what made me remember. Lean Mean did that video. It was great. I tweeted it. He also did another video, video about the TGSST, the Grand Salami Slunk Tour, which we're going to run here right now as we get ready to wrap the show up. Freaking unreal, dude. Dennis, man. You, uh, you just sit there and you just laugh. <laughs> and you snorkel. <laughs> it's funny, right? Funny. It's funny, right? Oh, you don't care, right? You just don't give a shit. You're just like, yeah, it's funny. That's right, Tan. Yeah, what are you going to do about it? No one wants to be your producer. You sure, dude? You sure no one wants to be my producer? You sure about that? Now you're just are you sure? words in my mouth. Oh, no, 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 no. Yes, yes. Yes, no. Okay? No, yes. Got it? I don't at all. I don't either. We played a mean, lean, uh, lean, mean video. Yeah, of course I can do that for you. Here we go. Me? Oh, 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 never mind. Hold on a second. What do you mean you could do that for me? This is for you, dude. This video is all about you okay. that we're about to play. You're doing it for me. I'm well, you putting you over. Yeah. I'm putting you over as you usual. Said, you said, can we play the video? I said, Who do you put do over? You. you put me over? You don't put me over. I put you over. I think we put each other over. No. This is not a team, sir. You don't put me over enough. Oh, but I None do put of these you, people do. But I do put you over. No, you don't. Put me over when it's in the script. This whole show is scripted. I'm sick of it. I told you. We got to start bumping that up to, like, page two. You got the video. I do. Right, let's. Uh, this is the lean mean. Did the video the right way, folks. Of the Grand Salami Slunk Tour, when Dennis just read off the dates yesterday, and it was lazy, and it was unprofessional, and it was sloppy, and I got upset with him, and I said, "Why is there not a better presentation for these dates?" 
I'm a professional broadcaster. It's a professional show. These people expect this for all the money they pay for the show. They expect perfection. Will you stop? So I think that uh, Lee Mean gets me better than everybody else here gets me. So he, as usual, did his greatness. Now I, I, I just shocked this morning when I saw it. It's phenomenal. You guys will love it. And let's play it. I hope Dennis is coming to my town. Friday, July 14th, the first stadium on the Grand Salami Slunker Tour. We will be in PNC Park, 705 First Pitch, St. Louis, Pittsburgh. Saturday, July 15th, we're going to the Gold Cup, USA Nicaragua. It's actually a soccer match. It's in Cleveland, First Energy Stadium. Then Sunday, July 16th, the baseball resumes. We will be in Detroit, Comerica Park, the Toronto Blue Jays against the Detroit Tigers. Then Monday, we drive to Chicago. Day off in Chicago. Tuesday, July 18th, we will be attending the Los Angeles Dodgers against the Chicago White Sox at Guaranteed Rate Field. Wednesday, July 19th, free night in Kansas City. So Thursday, July 20th, the Detroit Tigers against Kansas City Royals at Kauffman Stadium. Friday, we drive to Minnesota. We are going to see the Detroit Tigers against the Minnesota Twins at Target Field. Saturday, we wrap up back in Chicago. (laughs) St. Louis Cardinals against the Cubs at Wrigley. Yeah! This is why, ladies and gentlemen, I am not in charge of this talk. Dr. K, the lumberjack, that's how it should have read. It's the only thing that Lean Mean did wrong. It's Dr. K and the lumberjack. Lean Mean, understand, my friend, even though you're great, Dr. K gets top billing. I haven't even met Dr. K, and there's a great chance he's ten times better of a person and an audio producer. And he's a doctor than Dennis. Ten times is lowballing it. Sir, I'm talking. Don't interrupt me. I'll fire you on the spot. Okay? And I'll have Anthony go do that talk for you instead of you. Anthony and Dr. K. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine that? What's up? Dr. K, can you take a look at this wart I got on my back? As you're crossing over, like, Cincinnati. You know, like... (laughs) Oh, man. Jeez. Oh... What's up? Skin graft on my thigh. Does this look swollen? What's up? Soccer match, gold cup. It's gonna be a blast. Baseball's fun too. Hot dogs. Summer. Smiles. Hey, Aunt, Sarah. What about the girl that you're trying to hook up with here that works for CBS? If she hears this impersonation of you from uh, Dennis, it could hurt your game. No, because I don't sound like that. You sure? I'm 100% sure. Will you stop? It's exaggerated. And I wouldn't want to take Dennis's sloppy seconds on his tour anyway. Oh, wow. wow. Poorly planned. Wow. Called it a baseball tour. Now he's going to a soccer match. Yeah, that does suck. You're right about that. That, that was Doctor K just... called an audible. It should well, be fun. Though. That's why it's Doctor K's tour, and you're just you're just driving the car like a punk. What's wrong with driving? 
You're driving him right sitting in the back, like your, your limo driver. Miss Daisy. You're subservient to Dr. K now? Uh, we're going we're gonna to do an equal amount of driving. Well, I guess uh, I guess that's that. I love China. Oh, well, that's it. You know I mean? <laughs> so the, uh, the the tour's starting soon, and uh, you know what? Hey, listen, uh, Lee Mean, you're the man, bro. Thank you for doing that. Yeah, Lee Mean really is. Uh, we'll tweet that out later on. He did a great job. Drew McKinsey, Doctor K is over. See, already Doctor K is getting over. I can get someone over there and I can be in here. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. What's up, boss? I'm Damn it! Alright, guys, I hope you enjoyed the uh, Taz show on this Thursday edition. I hope you guys enjoyed this edition. We had fun. Talk some NXT and, uh, and some <laughs> big brother. We'll be back tomorrow. Jim Cornette, special guest. Still going to talk to Corny here on the phone tomorrow on the Taz show. Hey, share, spread the word of the show, man. For everybody here, thanks, guys. I'm Taz, you're not there. worry about my top friends. Now my circle is getting smaller. All these people acting fake, man. And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten. Me against the world. I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen, man. They movie cuts. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same. Cause we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up. I want to go back to days with no grades. Instagram page, but these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now. I've been wondering where the party at, cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at. So going for another drink just to get away. We gotta live it up, Carolina here to stay. I'm hoping I won't let